I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media, and this is The Literary Gardener for March 14, 2019. The topic this time is, Folks, Our Seed Purchases Involve Important Considerations. Squatting there in the cool of the evening, planting our seeds, a few other people working, a robin singing out strong all the while. It seemed to me that we were in truth in paradise. Paul Fleischman, Seed Folks, 1997. Seed Folks is a children's novel that teaches important life lessons to people of all ages. Mourning her father, a young girl plants some bean seeds in an inner city lot that the neighborhood has used as a dump. Her humble gardening efforts start the ball rolling, or the seed sowing, for what eventually becomes a beautiful and productive community garden. Along the way, the gardeners learn how to sort out prejudices and conflict in order to accomplish their shared goal. As this story demonstrates, seeds can certainly bring folks together. Unfortunately, in our increasingly polarized society, seeds have also set folks apart by becoming a contentious political issue. We may think, I'm not into politics, I just want to grow plants. But every time we buy a packet of seeds or purchase a plant grown from seed by someone else, we add to an ongoing debate over what kinds of seeds should be available for gardeners and farmers to grow. To be sure, this is no small concern. After all, tiny seeds are the sustenance of life. One hot-button issue concerning seeds in our area is planting genetically modified crops. In fact, Jackson County has been designated by law as a non-GMO seed sanctuary since 2014. Nowadays, most of the seed packets I buy are labeled non-GMO, which means the seeds have not been genetically engineered with the use of high-tech methods such as gene splicing to combine selected characteristics of unrelated organisms. A well-known example of GM or GE seed is BT corn, which has been engineered by combining corn's genetic material with the genetic material of bacteria called Bacillus thuringiensis, with the goal of producing plants that are resistant to pests. Other common genetically engineered seeds include soybeans, cotton, sugar beets, and alfalfa. However, GM or GE seeds are not currently available to home gardeners, so the seeds we buy are not genetically modified, even if the packets don't carry the non-GMO label. Companies that identify their seeds as non-GMO do so to assure their customers that they share concerns about the health and environmental effects of GMOs. It's also a statement against current policies in the U.S. that don't require labeling any products that are genetically modified. Such reassurances are important to many gardeners as more and more traditional seed companies are bought out by huge corporations that make and sell genetically modified seeds and are looking for ways to expand their market. Buying seeds marked non-GMO sends a message to these companies that gardeners want to keep seeds that are not genetically engineered readily available. Although GM or GE seeds are not currently on the shelves at our garden centers, their predecessors, F1 hybrid seeds, are commonly available. 
F1 seeds are the result of a hybridizing process developed in the mid-1800s that makes it possible to cross-pollinate different plant species for their desirable traits and to create new varieties that have these traits within just one generation. F1 stands for first filial generation. One example is F1 hybrid broccoli seeds, which have been bred to resist bolting, among other things. Cross-pollination is an age-old practice. However, traditional methods require several generations of selective breeding to achieve the desired results, rather than just one generation for F1 hybrids. By the way, what makes F1 hybrid seeds different from GM or GE seeds are the methods used to cross different genetic characteristics and the kinds of organisms that are crossed. Cross-pollination requires related plants. Genetic engineering does not. For gardeners, F1 hybrid seeds offer the advantage of produce uniformity. The seeds have been bred for specific characteristics that gardeners want in their vegetables, herbs, and flowers. Vigorous growth, good flavor, vibrant color, faster rate of maturity, and resistance to disease. Yet, these benefits come with costs. F1 hybrid seeds are usually more expensive than other seeds, and they frequently need more fertilizers and water. Offspring of these plants do not consistently grow true to type, which means they may not look like the first-generation plants or have their desirable traits. This means gardeners must buy new seeds or plants every year. As more gardeners and farmers buy F1 hybrid seeds, fewer non-hybridized seeds become available. In fact, since F1 hybrid seeds came on the market, the U.S. has lost more than 90% of its seed diversity for food crops. Fellow seed folks, there are important considerations to make before tossing that seemingly innocuous seed packet into our shopping basket. However, open-pollinated and heirloom seeds are still available, and this Sunday is a wonderful opportunity to obtain some at the Ashland Community Seed Swap and Scion Exchange, taking place from noon to 2 p.m. at Ashland Armory, 208 Oak Street. Seed-related workshops will take place from 10 a.m. to noon. Admission is free. For more information, visit Our Family Farms website at www.ourfamilyfarms.org. To learn more about genetically modified organisms, join Our Family Farms for a community potluck and showing of the award-winning documentary film, Modified, A Food Lover's Journey into GMOs. This event takes place from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. on March 29th at the Phoenix Civic Center, 220 North Main Street. There is a $10 suggested donation at the door. RSVP on the Our Family Farms website. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.